Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros! <laughs> yeah, there it is. There's that energy. Check that out. Take action Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. Hernan Cias here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host, the insurance bro, James Cias with Pipeline Insurance. And as always, we have an amazing, magnificent, fun-filled show ready to go for you, the listener. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, no, that's not it. Hang on. Lions and tigers and... No, no, that's not it either. Okay, here it is. Check it out. Today's guest can pretty much do it all. He is not just a lawyer and a real estate broker. He's also a ballroom dancer and impressively has a degree in, get this, neuroscience. Plus, he's got great hair. (laughs) I like to mention that because I got great hair too. But check this out. Today's guest brings a flair that the Business Bros podcast has not seen yet. Coming to us from the Home Smart Realty West, please welcome Franz Faroe. Hey. hey, thanks hey, for joining you? us, Franz. He's pretty good at that intro stuff, huh? Yeah, it, it, did a good job. You don't have a, a visual of him, but he's like the the voice from oh. above, the <laughs> Wizard of Oz, shall you? The right. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Pay no attention yeah. to the man behind the microphone. There you go, ladies and gents. Before we get started, I want to remind you guys: three hundred and sixty-five pairs of shoes is what we're looking for. <laughs> we're at three hundred and forty-seven. It still says three thirty-two, but we're at three forty-seven with a couple pickups scheduled this week. So <laughs> if you got new shoes, used shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up six one nine eight eight four zero zero four five or James at csfirst.com. The guy is also in insurance. Pipeline Insurance is the name of our agency. We we'll, we can help you with everything. Home, auto, commercial, business, GL, workers' comp, whatever it is that you need. Or maybe you want to add insurance into your business. Maybe you have a, an insurance office or maybe, or sorry, a tax office <laughs> or a real estate office or something like that. You want to add insurance in. We do the heavy lifting for you, but you got to find out how to get that done. 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. We'd love to help you out with that. Dronequote.net forward slash business bros is our show sponsor for today. The sun is shining. You guys need to be utilizing that sun ray. Uh, it's like raining money from the sun if you have solar panels on your rooftop. So dronequote.net forward slash business bros is where you go to start the shopping process. They don't actually install the solar. They just help make the shopping process so much easier. They'll send a drone over, take measurements of your rooftops, send it to the roofing company, send it to the solar companies. You sit back. Pick the quote that works for you and start making money from those sun rays. Dronequote.net forward slash business bros. Boom. You ready? With 1-0. Yes. With 1-0. All right, Franz. <laughs> Man, you had quite a resume coming in today. I don't know where I want to start. Do I want to start with a ballroom dancing? Tell me a little bit about that. Or do I want to start about, you know, with, with a degree? Get a little psychology going in there? A little neural... What was it? Neuroscience. Neuroscience. I was going to say neurolinguistics. A little off. Neuroscience, or do you want to go straight into the real estate? I'll let you start. Where, where do you want to? What do you want to tell me a little bit about yourself first? Well, wherever you're most interested. Oh, most interested. Honestly, honestly, 
What's with the ballroom dancing, man? How did you get into that? I, uh, so I had a friend who was like, hey, you should come ballroom dancing. This is what I do on Friday nights. And I did. And she stopped. And I kept, kept going. going. <laughs> and 10 years later, I am still ballroom dancing. You've been doing it for 10 years? Yes. I have been ballroom dancing for about 10 years. So, yeah. Do you do it like, uh, like where you teach? Or you just come to a course and it's just something you hang out at? Or like, how does it work? Uh. Well, so it's waltz and such. They teach waltz and various other vintage dances. So anything, I think, older than 50 years, 60 years, something like that. Um, yeah. And every Friday night we get together, we teach or they teach different dances and I dance other things, which means that now I can go to any event if there is music and a person, another person who can dance, I can dance with them, and it's great. Yeah, I mean, that's so cool. That I've is right. To do that. Yes. It's one of those epic scenes in a movie where, like, you know, two people hit the floor and they like can do all kinds of crazy stuff and like almost choreograph, but like it's just because you know what you're doing. Yeah. Right. I don't know, man. I've, I've, I have two left feet. My wife always wants me to get up and dance, but I'm like, dude, I can chair dance like nobody else. <laughs> Well, you want me to get up and dance, dance? That's a whole different ballgame. I don't got that kind of rhythm. But, you know, commendable. I mean, that's that's a lot of dedication. You must really like doing that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I do. It's great. And also, like, I was and kind of still am really shy sometimes. So if I'm with people who are dancing, it's like, okay, now I have a reason to come and talk to you and interact with you without really talking or interacting with you. So let me, let's, let's <laughs> dig on the little shyness. First of all, you're on a podcast. Yeah. On Facebook Live. So yeah. we're getting out of your comfort zone a little bit. A little. A little, a little. But you also have two sales types jobs. I mean, real estate and an attorney. What what's what do you what, what kind of law is it? Uh, so I do real estate and landlord tenant. And real estate law is actually like a very broad area of law. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do like real estate contract disputes and like contract legitimacy and some like non-disclosure issues and stuff like that. Ooh, so every time I hear brokers talking about make sure you get this signed, make sure you talk about this, make sure you, you know, you get this initial here, uh, make sure you talk about XYZ, whatever it is, you're the one who'll come back and say, well, <laughs> you didn't quite do it right. Well, yes, every, so like every piece of paper that you have to sign like this house, I think you bought it relatively recently, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you got like many reams of paper that you had to sign, or like absolutely or like books worth, right? Docu- yeah, exactly, yeah. or like DocuSign or whatever. Yeah, so just think about this every single signature and every single piece of paper used to be a lawsuit. At lawsuits are baby disclosures <laughs> and then they get bigger and then they turn into like things that people have to sign. Well. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Like, I, it's funny. Uh, I always go back to, uh, I think it was the the movie Lincoln, where you know, at the end of Lincoln, they 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 pass a law, they free the slaves, right? And then uh, Tommy Lee Jones grabs the law and he takes it with him. It's a one page document, <laughs> right? right? With a bunch of signatures, one page with a bunch of yep. signatures on it. And like today, you see a law and it's a book. Right? Oh, yeah. And I, I can imagine, like, when my grandparents bought their house, they probably signed a few pages yeah, probably. of stuff, you know, to, you know, own the house. Today, you sign a book. Yeah. 
you know what I, aside from from like court docs and and people getting sued what other stuff are you seeing commonly that people tend to overlook on these types of contracts they just kind of breeze over and comes back to bite them in the butt well one of the things is they actually don't read what they're signing reminds me of like that south park episode where they like make the the centipede or whatever and then they're like it's not it doesn't read because they just like signed whatever to stop being put together i don't remember what episode that was but anyways yeah so that's one issue is that people just don't read it's so what much. they're saying well and i think the other bigger big issue is that they kind of trust the wrong people mm. so you know i don't go through every single piece of paper with any client whether real estate or um legal clients but if somebody comes to me and is like what is this piece of paper i can explain it and also most of the time i'm like okay here are all of these pieces of paper here is basically what they mean the gist of it yeah the gist of it and then afterwards you know they sign it and a lot of real estate brokers i hear things like oh these are just things to keep the lawyers happy and it's like no they keep us happy for reasons you know, they, like you're disclosing this thing that needs to be disclosed. You know, it's funny. I think the lawyers are happier when you don't do what you're supposed to do. Then they can actually get paid on doing stuff that they can come after. Sometimes. Sometimes not. So um, so what what are you practicing more? Um, more on the law side or more on the real estate side or, or kind of a mixture of both? Uh, I'd say kind of a mixture of both. Um, I definitely... I'm working towards being more on the real estate side. On the flip side, every single time I do real estate stuff, even as a transaction, I have a lawyer hat on. <laughs> because the California bar requires it. Yeah, well, I mean, you've already passed the bar. You've, right. You're you're the attorney. I think you're an attorney first and then kind of everything else second. Yeah, um, pretty much. That's what the bar thinks anyway. <laughs> really? That's how, they, that's how they're structured? Oh, yeah, that is absolutely what they think. They're like, you wear your attorney hat and are held to the standards of being an attorney, basically doing anything else that you could possibly do. So you can do other things, but you're an attorney first and foremost. Basically. Man, when you pass the bar... Um, can you go into other types of law or are you strictly into like real estate, for example? No, uh, it is a blank check. I can basically screw up any type of law I would like <laughs> after having become, after having passed the bar. So, okay. So you go to school and you get your degree in something else, but then decide to go to law school? Or did you go to law school and then go back to school and decide to get your degree in in the brain stuff? Oh, no. I, I got my degree in the brain stuff, and then I decided to go, go to law school. So I thought I wanted to be a doctor, and then I realized that it involves, like, blood and cutting people open and, like, dealing with sick people. And wait, all you didn't know that before you got into it? I didn't know that it would make me unhappy, uh. is what I didn't realize. So then I became a lawyer, and I guess I'm still dealing with people who have problems, but they're easier problems to deal with because they're like not, they're not bloody. Bleeding. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're bleeding. not bleeding. It's just problems. like, it's a piece of paper. They're like, here, <laughs> let me bring you this piece of paper that is like completely traumatizing me. And I'm like, it's okay. We'll figure this out. We'll figure this exactly. So do you think your degree played into anything that you're doing now? At least did it help? Oh, yeah. One reason why it helped is because Obviously, neuroscience is about the brain, and cognitive neuroscience is 
about dealing with people who are thinking about things Mm -hmm. and all people think about things. And so it's really helpful to kind of understand how people are thinking about things when I'm working with them. Well, I mean, let's, let's talk about the way people think. For example, um, you're not big on social media. I am not big on social media. So, you know, you actually have to interact with an individual yes, to that transact true. business, right? Yeah. This is not necessarily a bad thing. Tell me what your experience has been like kind of staying off the social media game. Oh, well, you know, a lot less stressful. And I think one of the things that I, I notice about social media is two things. One, people kind of just say whatever they'd like to say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I... So I don't know like who your viewers are, but I, the moment I decided, okay, I'm not really going to deal with social media was there was somebody that I know in person who's like relative, like pretty conservative in person. And they're not like super, they don't instigate. They just kind of are like polite and nice in, in society. And she posted a thing on social media was like, what are your thoughts about comparing circ- male circumcision to abortion? <laughs> and I was like, this is not something that you would ever say in polite conversation. And I know you. <laughs> and I realized, you know what? People kind of put on a persona when they go onto onto social media and they're kind of trying to be somebody. Mm-hmm. And like, I kind of started noticing that people really are, putting on a show for social media and I don't really want to I mean especially when I'm dealing with people who are like dealing with problems or dealing with real estate or things that are really important I actually want to deal with who they are like honestly so I can know like okay well what what is the best house for you like what is the best way of dealing with this legal problem and that means that I have to meet them in person sit down talk to them and get to know them now I agree with you that uh that people are a little different online for sure. Um, 100%. But I still think those are truths. I still think that this is something that, you know, like you you talk about how the brain works. There are mm-hmm. things that go on in my head that I don't always say. Well, of course not. Right? But there's, by the same token, there are conversations that I will have with the boys that I will never have with mom and dad. Well, sure. Right. But there's just two different personality types. And, I, you know, for me, I'm like, you know, when you're on social, there's there's I try to be my most authentic self. But there are things that I would edit when I say things on online, like I type it out. and I'm like, eh, maybe I don't want to say it that way. Right. And I adjust it. And eh, that's my point. That's what I want to come across. Right. But it wouldn't be the same as if you were talking to me in person, because chances are, if you're talking to me in person, that would be my intent. But what actually came out would be like something on, you know, on the verge of getting there kind of, and then I'd have to clarify and adjust with you in person, something that I could have just edited there. So I think, I don't know. I think there's, there's the dual purpose in that. I think there's, there are both sides to that. I think if you see the personality that, that people are posting online, it's a little snippet of them that you don't see on a regular basis. But the, but the truth that you see with them in real life, you're right. There's some people who are, who are just not comfortable with the way they look, not comfortable with the way they sound, not comfortable with, you know, all these different things. And so social gives them that opportunity to be a little bit more open or to peek around. (laughs) I think I I kind of agree with what you're saying. And I definitely think 
what you said is actually very true. I think that the the persona that shows up on social media, particularly for people who are who use social media a lot, is a curated persona, right? It is curated. It's you have a lot of time, or they have a lot of time to think about what they want to say and how mm-hmm. do they how does it present, and now I can use words that I wouldn't ordinarily use or whatever. And then it's like, okay, well, I'm interacting with you in person, and it's very different. And I see that a lot in. Well, I actually noticed that in in sales and like sales trainings and stuff like that, there's this huge focus on like, okay, learning how to interact with people, right? How do you interact with people? How do you convert these leads from online to becoming real clients? And part of that disconnect or part of the reason why it's necessary to train people on that is because there's this like curated persona. When you're meeting people in, in real life, it's really easy to know if you like them or not. That's like true. it's really qu- true. like people make snap judgments very quickly. And then when you have the opportunity to curate your persona online, then maybe the person that's showing up isn't really the authentic person or the person that people would know in person. That's true. I mean, James and I were talking recently about how to get our our insurance agents to become more productive salespeople. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we started with the whole concept of um incentivizing like well if we put in a bonus structure you know then they'll want to go out and sell more and you know that has a merit to it there's something to say about adding like some sort of bonus structure but i i told them the biggest thing for me is not that it's not that they don't want to sell it's that they don't know how to sell so maybe we should put them in situations where they can be face to face with more people in in these in the in the um profession that they want to get into so like if if we want an agent if an agent wants to specialize in dentists why are we organizing something where we have a bunch of dentists in the same room and that agent's there with the opportunity to conversate and build those relationships because you're exactly right the online connection is like trying to send a mailer or trying to pick (laughs) up the phone right you don't get the same connection that you would face to face with somebody in person right i mean it's it's a big difference you get to ballroom dance with people there's, <laughs> exactly. a, there's a connection there yeah right? exactly it's true you are helping people through their stressful times when right. they've had a, you know big losses or, mm-hmm. or some sort of social issues you're providing people that little bit of extra relief and help right and you're connecting with them on a personal level right now i don't think you can't do that i don't think it's impossible to do that online i think it's actually very possible because oh yeah it's people present possible. themselves and you can kind of see it's it's almost like just how you can pick up how whether you like somebody or not in person, you can pick up whether you like that persona online. Yeah, sure. And they're going to continue to be that person online, online, whether it is their real live self or not, yeah, but absolutely. you can still connect with them. Yeah. You can certainly connect with people. So what do you, what do you, uh, what do you think your strengths are when it comes to talking to somebody in person? Now, earlier before the show, you said you were a little shy, right? So how do you I'm get actually across not, that? Uh, I am a lot less shy than I used to be. <laughs> well, how did you break through that? A lot of work and a lot of therapy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> perfectly honest. Uh, well, I mean, that is actually very true. And part of my own personal whatever, uh, I don't know if it's mission or feelings about things or whatever mm-hmm. is actually just kind of normalizing the fact that hey therapy is totally okay right mm-hmm. you know some people if you break your arm you're in a cast everybody's like oh that's so sad that you broke your arm that's so 
or like I broke my foot and people were like, oh, that's so bad. You, you broke your foot. And it's like, you go to therapy and people are like, well, what's wrong with you? And it's like, nothing's really wrong with me, but like, I'm trying to get to know myself better. So that is what I, I did. I think that my shyness was like being afraid to be my authentic self around people. Like maybe I like meeting people in person instead of being on social media and maybe that's okay. And that, that is, yeah, I 100% agree. And yeah. I actually, I agree with you that therapy is very beneficial. Um, yes. This show has been our therapy. Like, when right. we started, this is how we hashed out where we were as a business, where we were personally, what mm-hmm. we believed in, what we didn't believe in. Holy crap, people might start listening. Maybe we should be <laughs> jumping on social media. Maybe right. we should be talking about what we're doing. And all of a sudden, like... A year and a half ago when we started this thing, you found me on Facebook. Right. I didn't have an Instagram. I had a Twitter, but it was because I started it in 2008 and I never used it. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? It was one of those types of things. Mm-hmm. Now it's a whole different ballgame. Now I'm <coughs> much more comfortable in my own skin. Now mm-hmm. I'm comfortable hearing my own voice. Right. Now I'm okay seeing myself on video mm-hmm. to the point where I will make a fool of myself because I'm okay with it. I'm right. comfortable in my own skin, but it took those progressive steps of finding yourself. Exactly. Like, and, and you don't always know how to get through that. No. And it's always helpful to have somebody else helping you. Oh, being like, 100%. this is what I see. Like, this is what I see in you. And I think the other thing that, that I can say is that I really started surrounding myself with people who saw my strengths. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, I see you're good at this. I mean, I know one, one person who was like, you know, Franz, you're really good at networking. She's like, I hate networking. I, I would rather like clean my house <laughs> than go to a networking event. And she's like, but you really seem to enjoy doing that. Like, that's what you, that seems to be your strength. And so I was like, oh, okay, maybe I really do like networking. And so I, I tried it out and I was a little bit more comfortable with that or just all sorts of other things like, oh, you're really, you're really good at listening to people. And so I'm like, okay. I can build myself and I can build my business around my strengths instead of building my business around, well, what are people telling me that I should be doing? Mm. And that, that's, that is definitely a toughie, right? I mean, (laughs) the time is 21 minutes and 37 seconds. We interrupt today's regularly scheduled number one podcast in San Diego for a purely selfish, completely irreverent, sell-out, cash-grab word from our sponsor. Hernan, what are we selling today? I'm going to change it up a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, it's all about the kids. They have a great organization out there. They're feeding tens of thousands of meals per week for people who are in need. If you can volunteer your time, if you can volunteer your money, if you have kids who have need community service, maybe for high school, <coughs> we would really appreciate it if you would take the time to go to It's All About Kids on Twitter, It's All About Kids Charity on Instagram, or It's All About Kids.org backslash volunteer, or It's All About Kids.org uh, forward slash feed the kids. Look, this is a great organization. It's right here in Logan Heights. Um, it's helping feed a lot of families, a lot of kids. And uh, we just we just uh, want to make sure that... Oh, sorry. Should I put it closer to the camera? Yep, yep. There you go. Turn, turn, it, turn it around. Turn it around. Turn it around. There you go. It's all about the kids. So James is going to put the contact information in the, uh, in the live feed. So make sure you guys check them out. 
We appreciate each and every donation. They are currently looking for stuffed animals for um, for the holidays. So if you guys got any plushies or any stuffed animals that you'd like to donate or maybe donate time, food, or anything like that, we'd appreciate it. It's all about the kids. That's all we got for today. And now, back to the number one podcast in San Diego, the Business Bros Pod. He does that movie voice pretty good, huh? Yeah, he does. <laughs> Did he scare you with the uh, fireworks? Yeah, it's okay. It always catches me off guard. I'm like, what the hell was that? I went, to school, in, <laughs> I went to school in Baltimore when I was in undergrad, so I kind of got used to being surprised by things. You've been all around the country or just like specific places? Uh, I've been to a lot of states. I've driven cross country a couple times. Um, I went to school in Virginia for law school. I went to uh, undergrad in Baltimore. And I also lived in Philadelphia for a year, so it was oh, fun. So you've been quite around. All yeah. right, cool. Yeah. Kind of like this guy. We're not military at all, were you? No, no. No, all right, all right. Yeah, he was. That's why. That's what took him everywhere. Oh, okay. But, uh, no, well, okay, so tell me a little bit. Like, how long have you been doing real estate, and where, what's your plan? Like, do you want to do this the rest of your life, or do you see yourself doing something else eventually? That's a really good question. Um I enjoy it now, and it makes me happy now, so I see myself doing it for as long as it makes me happy. That's a, that's a good answer. Yeah. You know, I mean, it really comes down to that whole happiness factor, right? right? I mean, um, I'm a big fan of Gary Vee. Um, currently writing a song for Gary Vee. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> it's going to be the real Slim Shady parody, but shh, don't tell anybody. Anyways, um, so I'm a big fan of his, and he's always talking about how, you know, the you should always be looking for the happiness in life <clears throat> happiness is what should guide you if you're after that dollar you can get dollars but it's not always going to make you happy if you're waking up every day and you hate mondays and you, right. you, know, you look forward to fridays and you you sleep in all the time like you're literally telling yourself you'd rather be unconscious for your life than conscious for it you right. need to make a change to find out what makes you happy yeah and and i i just get the sense from you as you walked in that you are a happy individual. I mean, you ballroom dance, dude. Like, I mean, how many people ballroom dance are, aren't happy? Like, you've kind of figured out a little bit um, what is it that, you know, makes you smile. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I have. Definitely. <laughs> there's a lot, like, there's a lot to unpack there. But, yes, I've definitely dis- – I made a decision that, okay, this is – these things make me happy, and I'm going to do the things that make me happy. This and is my life. This is my life, and I might as well do it. What was what was it like growing up for you? Was it uh, would you have like the the perfect parents and everything was splendid and perfect, or did you come from some some troubles and you had to work your way through? What was it like for you growing up? And I mean, every I'll just put it this way: every parent does the best that they can with what they've got. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I became an adult, I took what they gave me and improved on it. That's how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, I'm, we're, we're like second generation, first generation, second generation here, right? In the U S mom, mom technically was born in Mexico. Yeah. Dad was born in Texas. And we always, yeah, so we I guess we're one and a half, one and a half generation. <laughs> but like, you know, we had a humble, humble beginning. Like our parents really, really struggled. And, um, but they made, you know, it's funny. They struggled, but we never didn't have what we needed. You know what I mean? We always had a good family to back us up. We always, but we've always known that we have to do at least as well as my parents, 
if not better. Like that, right. that, what where they were where they were in life is the minimum that we could achieve. Exactly. There was no way we could we could do any worse. It was like I don't know unspoken rules and mm-hmm. it's forbidden for us to like even do any any lesson. I kind of hold the same expectations of my kids. I don't right. know what it is that they want to do. Right. You know, I have no idea. Maybe it's professional sports. Maybe it's acting. Maybe it's, you know, working at, I don't know, Walmart. I don't care what it is that they do, but I just feel like they have to want to achieve more in life than, than what it is that we have. And it's not measured in dollars. It's got to be measured in happiness. Yeah. I, I fully agree with that. I think that, I think a lot of people think that money or dollars or stuff kind of equals happiness. And to some extent, it does. Like it's it's really nice to it like, helps. You know, it helps. It it's totally like, it's really helps. nice. I mean, okay. Like I I don't know. I bought myself like a a really cool watch, and I was like, okay, you know, it's nice to see this watch. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's like, okay, my happiness doesn't. My happiness actually came from not so much like, oh, okay, like I have this watch. It also is like. I have this watch because I am doing things that are making me really happy. Yes. And so it goes both ways. Like if, I don't know, if you're like super miserable and you're not happy and you you go to a job that you hate every single day, then yeah, you know, you might have all of this stuff, but all of this stuff is a reminder of how miserable you are. Exactly. <laughs> and so it's just like misery on top of misery. It just... And and it I it really bothers me when I hear people complain about their job, complain about their life, complain about their hour and a half commute that they have to do. I'm like, well, then why are you doing it? Exactly. It's like, like you don't have to. You don't. Ha- you have one life. Like this is your one life that you get to live. Why are you choosing to do? You're choosing it because you want the stuff. Like you're 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 going after the wrong thing, and it's really difficult to get that perspective. Um, for them to see that perspective, right? Because they're trapped in this uh, in this in this perpetual cycle where this is where I'm at, and the only way I'm going to get better is to get get a raise and to you know yep. get promoted or you know whatever it's going to be. And and it's it's I, I honestly I feel bad for a lot of people that they get stuck in that. And yeah. and on the one hand, I don't want to be I don't want to say things like well you can quit and change <laughs> because then I sound like an a hole, right? But on the other hand, I do want to be sympathetic. I'm like, yeah, I know it's tough. You know, it's it's a struggle. It's you know the, the you know struggle is real type thing. <laughs> but that's not really what I'm thinking from time to time. Oftentimes, I'm thinking, dude, when are you gonna wake up? When are you gonna yeah, make a change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I definitely I feel that. I agree with that. And I definitely there are people that I know, and I'm just like, I hear you complaining about all the things going wrong in your life. But you are the artisan of your own destiny. Yes. <laughs> so you lit the match, bro. Yeah. You wake up every day and you do the same thing. You gotta make exactly. a change at yeah. some point. You gotta, and you know, making change is really difficult. Like, absolutely. I mean, it is really hard. And I think that, at least for me, like I've made a lot of life changes in the past, like I don't know, three, four, five years or so. And a lot of times, at least for me, it was realizing that the change was possible. Mm-hmm. Right. I knew for myself that no this is not something that I really want to do or this is not how I want to live my life or this is not what I want for myself and I don't really know how to do this differently and so that's where like therapy comes in and talking to other people and like surrounding myself with other people who can you know help me and inspire me and make me feel 
by, like I can do it. By the way, because I know therapy has that negative connotation, like you said, there's something wrong with you. Right. Therapy doesn't necessarily have to mean you're going and laying on a couch and paying somebody hours, you know, hours no. to do that. <laughs> no. Therapy no, no. could be something as simple as going in a group and ballroom dancing and you're talking to other people, like-minded people. You can be in a mastermind. You can be in a right. in a networking group. You can <clears> be in like a BNI, whatever it is. It's yep. just you talking about what it is that you're going through to, and with other people who are going through similar things. People go to therapy every single weekend. It's called church. Like yep. it's, it's a fellowship. It's what people do. It's how you communicate with each other. So, yep. you know, don't, you know, for those of you listening out there, it's not a negative thing. It's really you taking the time to understand who you are as an individual exactly. and letting other people tell you how they see you and you mm-hmm. internalizing those things and right. trying to make a change within yourself because you want to. Yeah. And I got to say, uh, ballroom dancing in terms of like therapy has, I mean, it was really, really amazing for me. Just like the, the people who are at Walton, I mean, it's like family, right? Yeah. The people at, at Walton such are amazing and I love them and I've gotten to know them and, you know, they were really kind of just like, Hey, you're here. You're an interesting person and I'm sure you've got something to contribute. And that's where I really started to feel like, Hey, I actually am somebody who has something to contribute to the world and i can try these new fun and exciting things like dancing which was <laughs> but 10 years later you have a family yeah i have a family of people and it's awesome james does that every thursday karaoke number karaoke. one fifth avenue <laughs> nice or at awesome. junto or at junto every right couple so of weeks. Yeah. it's just it's just one of those things that helps you out or in and the business bros pod or the business bros awesome. podcast every single day yeah. <laughs> just kind of letting it out with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. All right, friends. We're going to um, – I want you to think of a question. We're going to move on to the section of ask the bros, right? So I want you to think of a question, something personal or business, doesn't matter. You can ask us. And while you think of the question, I'm going to remind our audience, 365 pairs of shoes, ladies and gentlemen, new shoes, you shoes. Or if you want to donate cash, hit James up, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. Also, Pipeline Insurance, that's where you get all your insurance done. Homeowners, auto, GL, commercial, business, life, whatever it is you need, or maybe you want to add insurance into your business, we do the heavy lifting for you. Hit James up, 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. DroneQuote.net is our our business our business show notes. <laughs> DroneQuote.net forward slash business bros is our show sponsor for today. So make sure you guys... Take advantage of those sun rays. Go to droneco.net forward slash business bros. Get the solar process started there. Pick the solar company that you want to work with, starting with droneco.net forward slash business bros. And uh, make sure you guys go to all it's all about the kids.org. Help out any possible way you can. All right, you ready? Yes. Shoot. Uh, so you've got this like really cool wall of stuff. I'm wondering which thing on this wall speaks to you and why. Oh, I think it, it honestly, honestly, um, I have two and they're probably the biggest things that you see on there. The very first one is cash flow. Um, that is cash flow for kids. Uh, but cash flow is the rich, rich dad, poor dad was mm. the very first book that I picked up and read on my own. Oh, wow. like, you know, I decided I wanted to make a change in my life. And so it was one of those books that came recommended. I had past high school with almost straight A's, never picking up a single book, just kind of skimming through and getting whatever I needed out of it. But Rich Dad Poor Dad was one of the biggest, one of the first books I ever picked up and it changed my perspective on personal finance and everything. And then of course, Monopoly, because (laughs) 
my objective is to honestly just play Monopoly in real life. Oh, nice. So that's those are the things. Everything else came from you know from the show and stuff that we've done and people we've met, which is all awesome. Um, but the core is where we started at. I think those are the those are the two things that kind of speak to me the most. You? Uh, I'm gonna continue on that theme. Uh, the the core of who we are is right up at the top there. Uh, pie which is something that my dad has been, uh, our dad has been working on developing for years and years and years. And it's Pi is the personal integrity and it's a creed. It's just something that he's been working on that he wrote that uh, really uh, encompasses everything that he taught us growing up and has uh, contributed heavily to who we are today. Nice. So uh, the Pi is the personal integrity creed is, you know, uh, the purpose of life is to live a life of self-sacrifice and it's 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 long and goes on but you know it's it's very meaningful in essence be of service to others in yeah. essence be of service to others and that's that's what it's all about yeah that's, that's a good question that was a good question that, that was, was a good, good one i've been asked about the swag yeah <laughs> friends thank you very much for coming on the show wait wait thank you before he goes oh yes before you go i want you to look at this camera right here tell people how to get a hold of you if they want to work with you well, you can obviously go to Balboa Park at the Calcedo <laughs> on Friday night, and I will be there. Uh, also, just for the record, Waltz and Such did not pay me anything to <laughs> <laughs> talk about them. Uh, they're just like a really important part of my life. Uh, I'm also at Exceptional Entrepreneurs most Friday nights. And you can, you know, find me at an open house. You can kind of hang out where I hang out and you will find me. Find me where you find me. And if you want to get a hold of him, his phone number is right under his, uh, right under his face. So you guys can see his uh, contact info right there. Um, and again, friends, thanks for coming on the show. Really, really appreciate it. Nice getting to know you. Uh, thanks for the uh, show therapy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it was very fun. All right, ladies and gents, uh, make sure you guys tune in tomorrow and every day after that. We appreciate you guys always being part of the program. Hey, do us a favor. Find us on all our social media pages. Give us a little like. Give us a follow. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever it is. We appreciate all your love and support. And keep an ear out. This Friday, we're going to be recording uh, Fish Taco a parody video go Ludacris' area code. So that's going to be coming soon. All right, guys. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out. See ya. Thanks, Facebook. Love ya. Appreciate ya. Y'all are awesome. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at cusfirst.com right now. Or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.